you're listening to the Calm Mind Confident Life podcast, full of guided meditations, relaxation audios, and an abundance of tips from inspiring people around the globe. This podcast is here to help you cultivate calm and embrace the power and freedom of believing in yourself. With your host and founder of Value Your Mind, Natalie Keeley. Hello everyone and welcome back. Before we begin, I have to give a little apology because this podcast is arriving two days later than it usually would. And that is due to the fact that in the UK, it's actually been a bank holiday and it's been amazingly sunny. So, of course, the combination of both of these things means I haven't been my usual organised self. So, yeah, apologies for that. But hopefully this episode will make up for it. And maybe it gave you a chance to catch up on a few of the previous episodes that you hadn't yet listened to. So... Today, I wanted to have an honest conversation with you about how to find inner calm when things around you feel chaotic and overwhelming. Now, I wanted to talk about this because life being messy is a reality for pretty much all of us at some point. And even for those of us where things feel like they're going perfectly right now, At some point, something can happen and it can quite literally tip everything off course. And I know this because it's pretty much what I've been dealing with recently and it's not easy. In fact, sometimes I could look at my life and think, yeah, this is really not a life that fills me with calm and confidence. And when you look at life like that or you look at your life like that, and you feel like you are surrounded in vulnerability and you just feel this sense of everything being quite temperamental, it's really difficult to remember that at the centre of all of that, there is still you. And what I mean by that is just because surrounding us there is all this vulnerability that doesn't mean that we are the vulnerability, but it's really, really hard to remember that because we tend to absorb what's around us. I like to visualise it like um, a tornado a tornado or a storm. Everything around you feels like it's spinning out of control, but in the centre is this eye of the storm where there's this inner calm. And that eye of the storm is you. So yes, stuff around us may feel chaotic and overwhelming, but if we can remain connected to our inner selves and understand that what is happening around us isn't us, then this can help us navigate through some pretty tricky times. So for this episode, I'm going to share a few of my favourite go-to tips that I've been using rather a lot recently, in the hope that if you're going through something difficult, you might be able to use even just one of these tools. And so hopefully just sharing this with you will just help alleviate some of that struggle that you're going through and help you bring yourself back to a place of inner calm. The first tool we're going to talk about is distraction. Distraction. 
Now, I know distraction sounds really simple and we're all good at distracting ourselves in one way or another, but we're also really prone to overthinking and especially overthinking in times of vulnerability. Unfortunately, if we do overthink in times of vulnerability, it's pretty much the worst thing that we could do because our brains aren't giving us a fair assessment of the situation when we're feeling vulnerable. So yeah, using distraction at times like this is what can help manage that overthinking tendency that we have. Now, when I talk about distraction, what I mean is working through it in a really practical, systematic way. So if you can right now grab a piece of paper and work through this as an exercise, that would be great. If not, just when you have a moment, do try and set some time aside to do this. So the first step to distraction is establishing your vulnerable times. This means like when you're more likely to go into overthinking mode. For me, it's in the car or if I lie in bed too long in the mornings. Step two to distraction is what tools can you use to distract yourself with? So actually creating a list and writing it down. For example, you could write it on your phone or on a piece of paper But for me, it might be listening to a podcast, going on a walk, cooking, music, or just watching something. These are all tools that I can use to distract myself. And then step three is identifying which of those distraction techniques you can use at which of those vulnerable times that you'd identified. So it's a combination of step one and two. An example for me is when I'm in the car at the moment, I will straight away put on a podcast because if I don't, before I know it, my mind will have begun spiralling into that spinning storm around me. So there's no surprises for the next tool I'm going to mention and that is breathing. I know I've mentioned it pretty much on every episode of this podcast, but for good reason because there's so many benefits to using breath and breathing exercises and it's just really simple. Of course, you can pop on one of the podcast episodes and listen to one of the breathing exercises and I would always advise doing some proper breathing exercises when you have some time. But if right now we're talking about things you can apply straight away to keep yourself connected to that calm, you simply just need to think about breathing really deeply. Breathing into your belly and your chest and then as you exhale, really allowing everything to let go on the exhale breath. You should allow your shoulders to release, your back, your hips your jaw, just anything really that you're holding on to. So you're kind of inhaling really deeply and as you exhale, really concentrating on completely releasing. You can even practice this now, right now with me. As you inhale, you fill all the way up, breathing in fresh air 
And then just relaxing as you exhale. And I kind of let my head go, my spine go, and I just become kind of this floppy body on the chair. So as I said, do this as many times as you want, but I always tend to practice it just about three times or so. And it instantly reconnects me to a place of calm within me. My final and third tool is something that I really love. And this is reminding myself that the ground is holding me. I know it sounds a bit weird, but I always, always think about this when I'm feeling on the brink of losing my shit, basically. And just thinking about how no matter how much that we take this earth for granted, no matter how much we don't even think about the earth sometimes, it's still always there for us, selflessly holding us. It must be kind of one of the most dependable things I can think of. And just by reminding myself of this, I instantly feel like a a burst of kindness almost, which kindness always has a way of softening us. And I guess it just helps instantly remove the ego and get me out of my head. And there are lots of ways that we can help ground ourselves to the earth. And as I said, I tend to use this little mantra that reminding myself the ground is holding me, the ground is holding me, kind of repeating that. But you can also do it by actually physically touching the earth with your hands. Or you can also um, walk around in the garden barefoot. Or maybe I imagine like if you're in the office, you could quickly pop outside, sit on the bench, maybe even slip off your shoes. It doesn't really matter how you do it, but you can get creative with it. And remember, all you need to think about is the key is you're reminding yourself the earth is beneath you. Now, I know I said that was the last one, but I have just thought of another tool I use, which I think ties in really nicely with the tools we've just been talking about. And it is one I use every single day. So the fourth, and I promise final tool, is called Creating Rituals. And what I mean by this is doing something that you, without fail, do every single day. Now, it could be anything from doing yoga, meditation, something that's kind of um, a spiritual practice, or it could be as simple as making yourself a lemon and ginger tea from scratch in the morning, or writing in your journal. Or perhaps it's making yourself a really nice fresh coffee and sitting outside and drinking it every morning. Or maybe it's writing three things that you're grateful for today. Or it could even be as simple as watering the plants in the morning each day. It doesn't really matter what it is, but as long as it meets these three things... So A, it's got to be mindful. So something that you can do where you're focused on the present moment when you're doing it. 
B, it's something that you can do every day. So don't make it something big or unachievable because it just won't happen. And C, it's a moment purely for you. So it's not about anyone else. It's just you on your own doing something for yourself every single day. And having a ritual like this, it just really helps you feel safe and secure and like there's something that you can hold on to that you have control and power of. So that's why it's really good when we're feeling out of control in the rest of our life, when things around us feel like they're spinning, because we know we've got this as an anchor, that day in, day out, we'll be doing this one thing. It does take a bit of time to use because obviously you have to get into a habit with it. But once you have, I think you'll find it really useful. I hope you find these top four tips as helpful as I do. And of course, they are really simple, but this is what it's all about. We don't want to set ourselves unachievable things that we're just not ever going to get around to doing because then we'll just feel more stressed out and guilty and it will just be feeding that storm of chaos that's around us. I'll be sharing lots more of this along the way with episodes to come, but do feel free to pop over to my free stuff page of my website where I share lots of other tips. And also, I have a 14-day free e-course on helping you find more calm and happiness right now. So do check that out, which I will share in the link in the show notes. Last but not least, I wanted to share with you one of my um, favourite quotes from an incredibly inspirational author and gratitude teacher, Timber Hawker. He says... You can't calm the storm, so stop trying. What you can do is calm yourself. Remember, the storm will pass. Mm-hmm.